today. I like your little uh, insignia here and the uh, model you, you've got. Very good. <laughs> yeah, well, thank you. I appreciate that. On the line, we've got Chris Sickles, the author, the artist, a build, uh, a book, you know, and when I say a, a children's book, I think that defines it, but it's for any age. And uh, all you have to do is, is take a look at what Chris does. And uh, that's, and where, where can we find you? Are you on YouTube, Chris? I, I have, uh, yes, I have a channel. It's under Red Nose Studio. So that's Red, my studio name. Red Nose Studio. Very good. And yeah, I, I would uh, encourage people to take a look at that to get a better idea. And then tell us, uh, Chris, how did you get into the, the business that you're in? The, the creation business? Well, I'd, I'd always been, since a, as a kid, uh, interested in making things, um, building things, drawing things. And I had a, a wonderful um, art teacher in high school that, that really opened the door and told me that, you know, you could, that my drawings could take me places. And she, she told me that I could go to, you know, I could go to college, go to an art school. Who, who um, was that? Who was that art her, teacher? Her name was Terry Martin. And I tell you I, what, the, the Terry Martins of the world need to be <laughs> need to be recalled because uh, they they set people in motion, didn't they? Almost definitely. I mean, where I where I grew up in rural Indiana, people didn't you didn't go off and become an artist. It just wasn't something that was in the cards. And so, Mrs. Martin really sort of made it a possibility. And she she helped you know talk to me and my parents about where to go. And, and she personally drove me to portfolio reviews at regional colleges so I could you know talk to people and get feedback and, and really show me that no matter how unconfident in what I was and what I was doing, that there, there was potential there. And so without her, I definitely would not be where, where I'm at today, that's for sure. And where, where are you at today, Terry? Um, I am Terry. I'm calling you by your art teacher, Chris Sickles. <laughs> no, I'm I'm in uh, Greenfield, Indiana. So I'm not too far from where I grew up. I grew up about an hour from here, just in East Central Indiana. And uh, it's it's the it's wonderful being a you know a freelance illustrator. You can be based anywhere. You know, especially with the internet now, you can really be you can be um, anywhere and work with clients all over the world through you know the 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 ability to deliver images you know over the internet now chris how did you get into doing uh the well let's talk about your present project build uh describe build for us for for folks that uh, perhaps will see it later well build is a is a picture book and it's basically you know stems from my fascination with you know the oversized power of heavy machinery you know so uh -huh. And you combine that with the, the larger-than-life imagination that stems from hands-on play, and I feel like there's a, lot of, there's a lot of potential and excitement, at least for me. You know, and as an author, they tell you to write about what you know and write about what excites you. So for me, I, just, I really focused on what I did as a kid and what I loved doing and um, even playing with my own children. Um, when we would build with blocks and we'd build these structures, it seemed like some of the most magical part was when you actually knocked it down and started over again. And there was this sort of, you know, nothing was too, nothing was too precious. It was all about sort of just getting in there and being in the moment. And I think that that's, that's what I tried to capture with the book for sure. And this book, it's, it's marvelous in, a, in another way, because you've got um, these, well, the models that you're showing, you made them. Correct. Right. Yeah. So these are all constructed out of, you know, 
chunks of scrap wood, um, little screws, found objects. Um, there's even little bent nails and springs, a lot of just found things. And, and I tried to kind of create an homage to these machines that are, that are magnificent themselves. You know, and when I started researching construction books or books on construction equipment, you came across sort of three distinct types. There was, um, you know, photography based, which it was really just photographs of the actual machines, which are marvelous. And then there's also anthropomorphic, you know, where they, they sort of have human characteristics. And then there's another sort of genre where it's sort of very graphic shapes. And I felt like there was a place for my sort of wonky version of these machines to kind of live in that, that genre, if you will. Um, so I felt like the more sort of silly I could make these, and they're still based on what the structures do, but they're, they're a little stretched out or tall or their wheels are a little maybe lopsided. And I think that that sort of hopefully makes them approachable and gives them character themselves without having to have, you know, eyes and, and human characteristics. We're talking with uh, Chris Sickles, the author of the book Build, a children's book that, uh, as he has described, uh, goes through the, uh, the, the, the little machines that, that help us build. Well, you know, Chris, I'm calling you, talking to you from Peoria, Illinois, which uh, we still call it the home of Caterpillar. Oh, uh, sure. Caterpillar yeah. Tractor, even though I think they moved their headquarters up around Chicago. Um, there's still um, a feeling that, that this is a Caterpillar town. Uh, its machines are everywhere. <clears throat> There's the visitor's center here in town, which mm -hmm. has all these. And I can't help but think that there are probably, <clears throat> pardon me, there are probably many collectors, well, all over the world, but certainly they come here sometimes to see the, the big, the big machines uh, in, you know, up close. And so you've got a, you've got a nice handle on that just by making them small where people can envision what they can do uh, in, in the big world. And uh, yeah. that's, that's fascinating. Yeah. Cause there, I mean, if you just last summer, we had a, the, you know, the road out in front of our house where my studio is, they tore it out and, and re, you know, put a new foundation and new piping. And, and, and when you're just watching these machines, yes, it's, it's loud and it's noisy, but it's still, it's marvelous to see what they can do and, and how much material they can move and how they can improve infrastructure. So for me, even as a, uh, um, as an adult, if you will, I'm still inspired by what these, what these machines can do, you know, and the innovation behind them and the history there too, you know. And of course, we're talking about uh, the book Build, which what was on your mind when you you set about that project was it recalling your own childhood or was it the idea of well how about if i give it a different spin or or what was what was your thinking as as you moved towards that book it was a it was a combination of that but i i really just wanted to try to uh tell a story that really emphasized um just hands on play and just sort of play an imagination that doesn't really have to have a a moral or a, you know, a, a direct end goal. Cause I think when you, when we, as, as humans, we play and we use our imagination, no matter what field we're in, that's when it starts to open up possibilities. And that's sort of where I wanted to kind of at least tap into that magical moment that I remember as a kid, having that sort of those endless days and where you just sort of had play and anything seemed possible. And I felt like if there was a way that I could at least sort of show a glimmer of that, to kids today and their parents that I think it, it's a 
it's a valuable thing. And it's, and it's hard to say that because it's just, you know, it's a picture book about construction equipment when the world is in the state that it's in and all the things that are going on. But hopefully, you know, something like this can brighten somebody's day at, at, at a point when they need it. Well, plus, you know, you're talking about a, a form of play, which doesn't require plugging it in, doesn't require a screen, doesn't sure. require, uh, you know, all the, all the trappings of, of the 21st century, but, at the same time, it, it's it's eternal because, you know, I don't care if you're boy or girl, you know, that little uh, four-wheeled object or whatever it is that runs along the floor or along the table or whatever, uh, that has fascination um, probably from <laughs> as far back as you want to go, I guess, uh, depending on, on uh, you know, what we, we're looking at here. But um, Sure, it's, it's transportation on a whole other level. You know, they can th- these things can actually transport you to a moment of, of of uh you know sort of endless imagination i feel like these they're so they're vehicles for that as well chris did you have a wood shop as a as a kid or was that already out of the uh, curriculum uh we did have wood shop in school and that's you know i had uh you know i had the shop teacher with four fingers instead of five you know with the table saw scary stories and um (laughs) yeah no we had all that we had um and i and i think that that's something I'm starting to see come back in the schools. And I'm, I'm delighted with that because there's so much potential and that's, that's stuff that those trades are things that don't go away. You know, they, they, um, they have to be here and, and you can't outsource that stuff. So I think it's great that that the whole, you know, shop classes and craft are coming back because it's, it's so important. I, I was thinking of that when I watched the little video that um, I think is, has been put together to, to promote your book. And, you know, you're in the process of making one of those little models that you, you, you use in the story. And, uh, you know, you're painting it and you're cutting it. And, and I, I just had that flashback to uh, not that I ever could do any of that stuff. But, uh, you know, that's that's woodshop. That's what, what people learn to do. You know, use a lathe and all that stuff that, uh, as you said, is, it's good to see coming back um, now that uh, I think we realize the benefit of that. Oh, most definitely. And I, and it's just a, it's just a joy for me to be able to take, you know, any sort of just scrap wood and bits and found objects and kind of cobble them together and create something out of nothing in a way. And it's, it's a really, uh, for me, it's a very satisfying experience and it's, it's fun. And, and, um, you know, I'm, I'm tickled that I get to do this as, you know, for a living. What Chris, uh, Talking with Chris Sickles, author of Build. What what do you do with those models after you've pictured them and you set them on a, a shelf or they go somewhere or what do you what they, do you do with those? They kind of just get set on shelves. I'm doing better about um, selling selling them as objects, you know, because um, they're they're you know they're sort of these little strange things. They're not really sculptures they're, and they're not really crafts. They're sort of in between there. So, but they've they've sort of found a little bit of an audience, and um, so I'm happy. To, I'm happy when one finds a home and, and, and somebody in, you know, welcomes it into their house. And it's, it's neat to know that they can live beyond my dusty little st- garage <laughs> studio. You know? Well, I think they'll, they'll be become more sought after as, uh, as your fame grows because uh, people say, Oh, you know, the, the book, this comes right from that, that uh, guy who did that, uh, that book there on build. So Chris, what's your next project or you've got anything going or uh, I imagine it's a constant state of, of, uh, you know, uh, setting up things to do next. Yeah. And as a, you know, as a, as a freelance illustrator, the, one of the great things about what I do is I've, 
every project is different. So right now I'm working on a series of um, book covers for adult books. Um, I've got a, another picture book that is in the draft stage, which is about a, a frog that wants to sing um, opera. So it's, Wait a minute, it's, I've heard that story. <laughs> Warner Brothers had that. Uh, remember that one? The, uh, <laughs> yes, I do remember the, the only, that one. He only sang for one guy, though. That was the problem. I think I remember that. <laughs> yeah, it's all about finding your audience, right? <laughs> oh, yeah. There, there, there are some good stories. Well, um, Chris, you know, the, the uh, unique quality of your book and the, and the uh, sort of the uh, fact that it's a picture book, but, you know, you made the models that are being pictured, and it's, it's a nice kind of combination of things. I would think um, you've got to be looking at cars at some point um, because, you know, we're, we're going to be seeing, a. I think we are, I'm, I'm just going by what I'm hearing here, uh, sort of a revolution is coming at some point um, to our world in terms of transportation when the cars drive us instead of us driving them. Um, have, you, have you considered that yet? Uh yeah, it's definitely something. It's definitely something that's in conversation a lot around here. We have a, you know, one of my, my oldest kid is uh, seventeen, and he's all into cars and and carburetors and timing and valves and and so we're we're always sort of talking about the old school stuff. But it's we we do touch on that because it's it's inevitable that things are going to change and evolve. So it's it's fascinating to know that the machines themselves can become even more of a character in our life, you know? Um, but it's, but it's definitely a, a tough thing for me to wrap my head around, you know, cause it's, that's one of the joys of, of driving for me is, is sort of being in control of your, your own destination, you know? And I think that's sort of the American sort of love of the road, the open right. road. And so it's a, uh, it's, it's definitely, it's definitely an interesting thing to, to be living through. That's for sure. And, and I th I'm wondering, because we don't, we, you know, while this drumbeat has been going on about uh, autonomous vehicles and so forth, uh, you know, the timing of it is, is not clear because of, of safety and world conditions, economy, blah, blah, blah. But yeah, I'm, it seems I'm, like they're, we have bigger fish to fry. <laughs> yeah. You know? Yeah. And, and we'll get to them. But, but I, on one hand, I'm thinking maybe your son, with his interest in, uh, in, the automotive line, the, the carburetors, as you say, uh, it might be the last generation for that. If, if, you know, this thing comes to pass, we'll see. It could, it could be for yeah. sure. And, and, and a lot of the people that he's, he's met they're they're of the older generations and they're, they can't be more thrilled to have somebody that's a, that's a teenager that is, that is just like covered in grease and trying mm -hmm. to figure out what kind of jet size to use. And they just, they love it. And, uh, so it's it's neat for him to kind of be in that world because I could see him when he's in his later years talking about these machines that probably are almost extinct, you know, to his yeah. grandchildren, you know. So it's it's definitely fascinating. Well, there's a, there's a definitely a one or more children's books there for you to harvest uh, as, <laughs> as time goes on here. <laughs> we'll we'll see what you come up with. But we've been talking with Chris Chris Sickles from Indiana about the book Build. Now that's. Uh, Soon to be upon us. Is it published yet, Chris? Or when, when? What's the date on that? I believe it comes out on the seventeenth, which is next Tuesday. Yeah. Okay. So coming so very fast. Excited. Coming fast to to a bookstore near you. And you know the other thing is is this your first book, Chris? No, this is probably my, I guess fifth or sixth. Most of the, most of the books I illustrate are uh, 
with other authors. Um, okay. Sometimes they're, they're nonfiction. We did one about uh, the most recent one was about El- Elvis's childhood. And we did one about a, su- a secret subway in New York and um, the infamous garbage barge from the 1980s. So I do a lot of history stuff too, because it's, I'm fascinated with that research. So it's, it's uh, books, books are definitely a, a love, a, uh, a labor of love. That's for sure. Was, was the secret subway of New York uh, factual or was that just fiction? Oh, it was, it was factual. It was about um, a pneumatic subway that was built in, I think the 1860s. And uh, it was, it went one block, but it was wind powered. It was air powered. It was, it was a uh, wind powered. Sorry. So they would actually, the air would actually push this car, this tube like car along the tracks. And it was a, uh, it was sort of built in secret because that's how they moved a lot of the postal stuff. A lot of the mail stuff was with pneumatic tubes, but they were on right. a smaller scale. Sure. And uh, it never it never came to fruition, but it was pretty cool to hear the story about how this fella, his name was Beach, Alfred Beach, how he sort of uh, secretly did this because the powers that be really didn't want, you know, the, everybody that ran the trains didn't want these sort of underground trains and and they didn't want this sort of encroaching encroaching on their market so it was a pretty fascinating story that's that's the beauty as you said of being a, an illustrator able to sort of uh go from one project to another and picking up uh different topics along the way uh, oh yeah most fascinating definitely. work I, i'm reminded of um and i don't know the full story on this uh and nor should i probably because it's just sort of trivia packed away, but the city of Cincinnati, I think started a subway. Yeah. 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 They still have, okay. they have tunnels that are sort of these secret. Yeah. Um, That's what yeah. made me think of that because yeah, they don't have a subway system, but they have the start of one. Right. And, they uh, started and it never, it never got traction, but I remember that's where I went to college was in Cincinnati. And I remember oh, did you? You, oh, great. people would point out these sort of off the, off the streets, you'd see these sort of entrances that were sort of, blocked off and they were like what what is that and they're like well that's where the subway entrance was going to be or that's how the trains would come from above to below and so it's it was fascinating to kind of hear this ghost story about cincinnati subways i, I think there's another story there for you chris yeah, so it, most definitely gotta get off here before I, I line you up with about nine projects here <laughs> but chris sickles it's been a pleasure uh, the book is called build uh you not only uh, illustrated it but you built the pro- the the actual uh, objects, the moving objects, the building objects that uh, are illustrated therein. And it's, it's fascinating. And the book comes out next week. Thank you, Chris. We appreciate Thank you, Steve. it. I, I appreciate your time today. Thank you so much. Take care now. All right. You too. All the best. Bye.